I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. As things change, other things stay the same, like Ohio Lottery scratch-offs, from small tickets to big tickets, from bright colors to flashy themes. There's something for everyone. Big wins make big stories, but it's the millions of small wins every day that make life-changing memories. And your biggest win will come by following the state-recommended safety protocols during this special holiday season. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god I gotta get fucking popped I gotta get fucking ready I think I'm good it's a good intro Welcome, everybody, to Juice Pro Wrestling, episode 59, Divine Intervention. Tonight on this episode, we got a variety of fucking topics um, to kind of headline some of those. uh, AEW this weekend, this Saturday, double or nothing, history-making event. It's going to be fucking off the hinges. Oh, my God! (laughs) Look out! Ah! Uh, We have that. We got some WWE news. Um... We got some video game news for you, some Xbox news, and potentially PS4. I don't know if it's on there or not, because I don't play that, so fuck it. Um, We're going to go over a classic 80s horror flick for you, and some upcoming Black Label Pro events, because we love our buddies at Black Label Pro. Uh, Shout out to Mikey and them. But starting things off first, some news, some WWE news. What is it? Uh, So right now, I don't know if you know about this, uh, but Brock Lesnar! He's a fucking man! Yeah! What did he do? <laughs> well, he came back. Uh, he came back unannounced at the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. Tanner than ever before. <laughs> he's not. He's never tan. Wasn't he tan? He's I fucking, saw a photo of him sitting on a ladder with. He's like red. He's fucking redder than ever before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he came back to a WWE pay-per-view Money in the Bank ladder match, which was, mind you, created by Chris Jericho. It was his brainchild. And he even tweeted about it, talking some shit on Twitter. So you guys on Twitter, which you can follow us at JPW Podcast, check it out. Look at uh, Chris Jericho's tweets and see what the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, Brock comes back, right? Money in the Bank ladder match. It's like I think it's like six guys. They climb the fucking ladder for a briefcase, which guarantees them a contract at either the Universal or the WWE champion any time for a year. A lot of guys have cashed in and won. It's pretty much a given when you win that, uh, although there have been, I think, one or two cases where it hasn't happened. But it's very rare. Anyways, uh, the match, Brock Lesnar wasn't even advertised for the card, and then he shows up at the very end like uh, 
one of our hometown Chicago native heroes, uh, who you can also catch on the WWE Network. I was watching it last night. It's very cool. And shout out to our uh, boys at Freelance Wrestling in Chicago. They were featured on the WWE Network special on uh, Mustafa Ali, who is a Chicago. He was an ex-Chicago cop, uh, I think, for like three or four years, something like that. Uh, was a big name in freelance, and look where he's at now. I mean, he's had he's had a match for the WWE Championship. That's pretty fucking wild, you know? <laughs> like, you want to be in an A movie? Here you go. You don't have to be in Hollywood to be yeah. in great entertainment, you know? That that's that solidifies you as a superstar right there. Uh, so shout out to him. It was a very well done documentary. I watched it last night. Killed it. Featured freelance wrestling. Super cool. From the region, you know, uh, Midwest, man, where we're just killing it creatively on whether it's sports, uh, music, art, any kind of entertainment. So Brock wins his contract, right? Mustafa's going the fucking grab the the shit. Yeah. The <laughs> I can't even think right now. RVD four twenty whatever. Um suitcase. the suitcase, right? The briefcase. Well the goodies. Yeah, the briefcase, yeah, not yeah, the yeah. suitcase. He's going to grab it and all of a sudden Brock's music hits. Boom. he comes out and he fucking knocks mustafa off the ladder and he wins so if you didn't see that spoiler alert uh nobody expected it and it's kind of like what the fuck you know here's how i see it it's you gotta think the business they're going to they're going to fox in the fall right i'm sure that brock is one of the main draws like fox is like hey we want this guy in particular it's probably in some write-up somewhere um Storyline wise, everybody shits on WWE, and I agree ninety nine point nine percent with a lot of it because it's really hard to watch. It's garbage, uh, but I think in this situation it kind of makes sense. But if Brock, you know, he holds on to this title, <laughs> what I hear is that he's going to end up fighting Goldberg again, which this is also a good segue and another thing I want to talk about, um, and becoming like a they want to end the brand split is what I hear from Fox doesn't want a brand split. Like when What's they say split. Well, right now raw is supposed to be like raw. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. You the know. two shows. Yeah. Two yeah. different shows, but it's supposed to act like two different companies yeah. and it never has worked for me. You know, you can never within yourself. I mean, I'm sure there is a way of booking that you could do that, but like when they acquire ECW and WCW, as opposed to just like, okay, we own these now let's just own them and fund them and have the niche and we'll just collect the paychecks from it. Right. It's like, no, fuck that. WCW is done. You know, we're going to, ECW is done. We're going to bring Raw is essentially WWE and SmackDown's WCW. You know, to create, you can't create, to me, you cannot create uh, like a, a war, a good creative spark within yourself like that when you're that huge. That's almost like the guy selling out that, like, how are you going to play the blues anymore when you're fucking rich and happy? Right. You can't do it. Um, that's what it seems like to me. Uh, so that's why the brand split has never fucking worked, but that's what Fox kind of wants is wants it to be one thing. If they're going to have SmackDown, they want access to raw and, you know, maybe even NXT superstars, whoever they want. That's why they're forking out these millions of dollars, whatever the TV deal is, you know, they want it to be presented more like a, a sports thing as opposed to what it is now, right? which is just, it's overdone. I can't even 
I'm not going to go there and put myself in those levels. Those depths is most of you haters out there. Because at the end of the day, I still do love WWE, but I'm just so fed up, you know. I did it in the 90s, too, and I went WCW, so <laughs> fuck it. It happens. It's about goddamn time. Um, Brock wins this. Everybody's pissed off, you know. And then the story is that uh, Goldberg, who is fighting The Undertaker at this next Saudi Arabia show coming up for them, right. which is, it's huge. Yeah, Like, that's a dream match. That's something that all these kids playing 2K19 or whatever they're on right now are, like, having that match. Somebody's had to have done it. Fuck, I've done it on my Nintendo 64, No Mercy, for, like, 15 years now. Yeah. Um, it's super huge, but a lot of people are shitting on it because it's, you know, two old guys that, you know, Goldberg's good for say. those short matches. Yeah. But there is that marquee still, in my opinion. There's that draw. I'm interested. Like, can you sit here and honestly tell me right now that that – doesn't you know even given their age and whatever that announcement isn't somewhat intriguing to you whether you're paying for it to watch it or not you know what i'm saying you will still watch it it's gonna bring your attention i don't give a fuck if you see the clip on youtube you know i thought about it this way when i saw the photograph online they had the picture of Goldberg and The Undertaker, and I was like, yeah. oh, man, I remember the WrestleMania match from, like, I think it was three years ago now, maybe two, two three years ago, I think, uh, where The Undertaker had a match, and that shit lasted, like, 45 minutes, and most of it was yeah. them on the ground, him on the ground, and you're like, do you know, catching their breath on film, like... But you won't get that with Goldberg. You won't get that with Goldberg. The thing that I was thinking, I was thinking about that, but... Um, then they kind of sort of do that with a lot of the matches anyways. So it's not an Undertaker, can you still, you know, have these super yeah. long matches? They kind of, it's an, it's my issue with WWE is, so they talk a lot they do. on Mike. It's a lot. Awful, awful lot. But then on top of that, they have these super long matches where it's not high-flying stuff. It's not them smashing. It's, it's... Uh, the audience is ADD anymore. And this goes, it kind of disgruntles me in a way because it goes in any platform, I think, of entertainment. Where that's why I'm glad I'm in a fucking grind band because we're just fast and heavy and sporadic anyway. So that ADD, the five second attention spans mm -hmm. there, you know. But like this is where I think Vince is out of touch with his programming too. People are if you're at a wrestling show and I don't give a fuck if you're bored for one second, people are on their phones. Yeah, that goes for anything like movies, fucking music, like the way people consume any form of entertainment or media now. In my opinion, it's just like anybody could really give a fuck. Which is kind of super annoying because it's it's any form of media essentially is an art, you know? Right. These are artists that, and I've always considered myself to be an artist since I was a little kid in any way where it's audio, That's visual. Why you wear those berets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Did someone say beret? Oh, shit, Andre. That's not fair. I can't prompt myself. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> later, later, dude. But um, yeah, since you were a kid. It, it, it just, it really pisses me off because, like, interact, you know? Like, yeah. Do so, but it is the reality of it. That's just people consume so much media. There's so much out there, and they even with shit they like, it's like, oh, I could give a fuck because if it ain't grabbing them right now. And anyways, my whole point of this is with WWE with those matches, it's hard to put on like an '80s Hogan Andre match or even like attention where, spans are different. You're right. Yeah, they it, the business has evolved to the point where. And there's a lot of old school guys in the biz that hate on it, but it's evolved to where we want to see that action. We want to see the wrestling. Like, we know what it is, but we want to see this death-defying shit. And the way, there's a lot of people in the presentation in the game now that 
can bring it. I can bring it. And I'm super excited about like AEW and the the OWE, the Oriental Wrestling Entertainment or whatever they're called. They do so much crazy shit. And yeah, it is flippity whatever. And there's even like some fucking dance shit involved in what they do. <laughs> I just saw one of their promotions and it, it's fucking crazy, but it's good entertainment, you know? And I think it's stuff that can uh, actually hold your attention span yeah. because the way it's presented. Yeah. Where WWE, it's such like a goddamn bore right now. I you think know? it's the way it's presented. Um, but have you listened to some of the interviews with JR? Like, my God, somebody said barbecue, barbecue, my God, Austin, steel chair, rattlesnake, pinata, pinata. Yes, I, I watched it. a short conversation with him, and he was on Stole Cold's uh, podcast. Yeah. And I listened to a short conversation. They were just talking about the psychology of the business. Yeah. And how like different people act a different way and how certain rules have changed. And they were talking about stuff that honestly was over my head. Mm-hmm. Even though, you know, they were just talking about the terminology they were using was, you know, it was there was a lot of shorthand between the two of them yeah. conversationally. Uh, short strokes. But I don't know. I feel like a guy like JR still understands how you can you, there's in the ADD world of the audience I still think you can get you could still st- still tell a good story yeah and, that, and that's what it is that's what like wrestling leave is leave their phone alone for a little bit well yeah and look at the young bucks that's that's why they're so fucking great yeah. people want to hate on them because they are fucking the WWE marks or whatever they just want to hate to hate because i'm going to fucking say it here i'm sure you've heard it other places but yeah exclusive People fucking suck for the most part, and that's a sad thing. There's so much negativity and so much bullshit going on in the world that, like, everybody wants to shit on something, and most of the time without a valid reason. I mean, something's bad, it's bad. Oh, all right, great, that's everybody's opinion. But I think there's a lot of things in life that generally 99% of people, if it's really bad or out of taste, can agree on. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's just not that anymore. It's like the percentile is like, I don't care if it's good, I don't care if it's bad, I'm going to fucking troll like you, it. and I'm going to go fucking yes! Well, I'm here to cut you motherfuckers off. Didn't you have a conversation with somebody at a grocery store or something about you were wearing a shirt? Who the hell did I have that conversation with? What shirt? Like you were wearing something, and somebody was it you? And and uh, somebody My penis cutting uh, deterioration shirt. Uh, no, uh, something about uh, either Warrior or some other wrestling uh, promotion. They were mm. about to check out, and the person was like a WWE person. They were like, "Oh, you're into this." Who the hell was? It? Oh no, no, no! That was in the JP Wu, which is our Facebook group. You guys can uh, check oh, it out. Bodie? Juice for Wrestling Universe. No, that was Ratface. Oh, he had a hat on. It said wrestling. Uh, it was spelled out wrestling. It's yeah, like yeah. a group independent. I don't know what it's associated with, to be honest. So check out uh, Derek Martha from Ratface. Minimum. Sorry, I love you, Derek. Uh, from Minimum Wage Assassins, which by the time you've heard this, we've already rocked the fuck out at Reggie's with Handsome Prick and Cloud Rat. Um, Check out his uh, story in the Juice Pro Wrestling Universe Facebook group. Uh, he's talking about he's wearing this hat. Wrestling is spelled without the E. And it says, like, we don't give a fuck about the E or something along those lines. And he ran into a WWE Mark fanboy, and which those are, like, the worst people. I love WWE, but I'm not going to sit there and defend it when it's fucking awful, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so he's freaking out. AEW just piece of shit, blah, blah, blah. Like, talking all this smack. It's like, dude... You don't even know. Like, are you a wrestling fan or what? Like, it's you're fucking retarded. What are you defending? Yeah. Yeah, what are you defending? So it, there, there's a good little uh, story in the Juice Pro Wrestling universe. Check that shit out. Um, yeah, man, it's just, I don't know, dude. I The whole Goldberg Undertaker thing, getting back to that, though, I think there's a, a place for it. It's cool. It's still entertaining. I, I liked Goldberg's run when he came back a couple of years ago. Yeah. 
and he looks fuck good. It. He looks good. Yeah, let him do it. You know, whatever. Undertaker lost a little weight, and he's been arrested. Yeah, but Taker is he's. I mean, he can still go, but it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's getting at that point where it's like, do we? He can't. He's obviously not who he was. Right. Not to take anything away from him, because I mean, still that. I guess that aura and that presentation of him coming out and his entrance, it is still cool, but it's like, come on, man. You know, I've done seeing you mean Mark Calloway now doing the church, you know, shtick and all that. And nothing against that, but it's like, come on. It's just like now you're he's one of those guys that like protected kayfabe, you know, like yeah. and now he's just not the undertaker. He's the guy that plays the undertaker. So it's kind of a weird thing. But he's also slowed down the ring, which, hey, it happens to all of us. So I can't hate on that, but it's do I want to see it? Maybe not so much, but I'll still watch it. Yeah. So I guess that's my argument. For all you people that say you don't want to see it, you're going to watch it. You're going to be sneaking that shit in the bathroom while you're taking a dump. Like, hey, I know I know, it's talking a lot of shit, but I think I'm going to check this out. <laughs> yeah. Um, another thing with WWE, real quick, and then we can kind of get off of that. Uh, on Monday Night Raw, they introduced the 24-7 title, which essentially is a throwback kind of to the hardcore title of the Attitude Era, whereas it can be defended anywhere, anytime, as long as there's a ref. So it, it gives way to a lot of good writing, you know, and they're essentially they're like talking about how Mick Foley comes out with the belt. I, I always like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes for some good shit, and it's kind of, uh, I mean, I Joey Ryan uh, was doing it a couple of years ago on YouTube with the DDT Pro. It was the heavy metal weight championship or something like that, and, I mean, he beat everybody, and there was, like, all kinds of weird scenarios where um, his ex-tag partner uh, beat him in his dream or something. He had, they had a dream, and he lost the title, and he, like, legit lost it. You know, good comedy, whatever stuff. And uh, I think that's what WWE is trying to do right now is kind of capture on that. I mean, although the DDT Pro stuff was a, a little bit, further evolution of the the comedy they were writing with the hardcore title back right. in the day the 24 7 shit but i think they executed so well so entertaining what joey ryan was doing yeah. and now wwe has the opportunity to do that and yeah i think there's a place do i really care for it nah. no but i'll be a liar if i didn't love our truce tweet he ends <laughs> up being the one after so mick foley comes out there before i get ahead of myself comes out on monday night raw and I mean, he's either going to fucking sink or swim. And Foley's a professional, man. He was standing in a sea of fucking booze when they unveiled this Booger Green fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Booger Green! I didn't say Booger T, I said Booger Green. Um, title, this 24-7 championship, and it's so cheaply made. And the weird thing is, uh, it does look like a throwback to like the old WWWF, Vince Sr.'s uh, promotion when Hogan was first champion, yeah. when he won it from the Sheik, yeah. that green belt. It was like the big circle gold plating <laughs> and all the name tags on the side, right? Booger Green. <laughs> Booger Green. It looks like Booger Green. Good Lord, it's Booger Green. Um, I think it's kind of a throwback to that. It may not be, but it's very reminiscent of that, except the design on it. It's horrible. It just says like 24-7 champion on it. The side plates are just blank, like gold plates. There's nothing. There's like not even a design. Like maybe up in the upper left-hand corner, there's like, Two lines, you know, and the tri- <laughs> nope. it's there's nothing. It looks like shit, you know. Um, so Foley pulls it out of the bag, dude, and the crowd's just shitting on it immediately. Boo! And it's so weird because I watched it uh 
not necessarily live, but I did see someone on YouTube that had it and had the, as it happened and recorded it. Yeah. And it's a sea of booze. <laughs> and then like I rewatch when WWE, you know, chops it up and puts it on the YouTube clip and it's just like, yeah, you could still see hear some faint booze, but it was yeah. just like the crowd wasn't very interactive. And they were. When that shit came out, it was stanky. <laughs> Booker Green, you know. Um God, so he tries to hype it the best he can. He does a good job uh, talking about how it can be defended 24-7, anywhere, anytime. And the one thing that is actually kind of cool about it, it's whether you're on Raw, SmackDown, uh, NXT, NXT UK, 205 Live, anybody can do it. But now it's a title that ain't going to mean shit. Someone was on Twitter talking today about, will it ever have prestige? Or like, no, it's a joke title that's feeding the storyline, you know? Yeah. Essentially, it's wrestling, so whatever, like, what are any of the titles? But that's one thing I like with AEW, how they're going to make it. Championships are going to be important. Wins and losses are going to be important. Yeah. Like, I, it's it's legit, you know? New system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this old shit's played out, man. I mean, our truth So, Foley leaves the fucking title. You know, he says it could be de- a de- defended against anybody on any platform, any of their shows, anywhere, anytime. Leaves it in the title. In the ring, uh, the first guy that comes out and gets it is the inaugural champion. So that happens. It ends up being Titus O'Neil. <laughs> that fucking guy. The guy who likes to slide under the ring and in your DMs when you're not looking. Um, <laughs> he wins it, and then out comes Robert Roode, a.k.a. Bobby Roode. Now he wants to be known as Robert Roode. He's got a mustache. They should, man, I'll tell you where they fucked up on that real quick. So I don't know if maybe you don't remember. It was somewhat recent, past year or so. I don't know if we were doing this show yet or not. But when uh, Kurt Angle's son was announced as Jason Jordan, uh, black guy from recall. Indianapolis, and it was like, it, you totally knew, and it wasn't his kid. And it's like, <laughs> that's just, that's bad. Uh-huh. You know, like, come on, we know what wrestling is, but that's just, come on. It's insulting the fans' intelligence. Yeah. So Jason Jordan is Kurt Angle's son, you know. Why the fuck? If they're going to do a shitty storyline like that, they should have at least been like uh, Robert Roode is the son of Ravishing Rick Roode and give him kind of that rub. And maybe he's that cocky, not saying he is Rick Roode, but he has the look. He has the name. And it makes sense. Like if you go back to WCW in the 90s when Paul White, a.k.a. the Big Show, a.k.a. the Giant was introduced, he was the son of Andre the Giant. Me being that however old I was at the fucking time, 11 or whatever. (laughs) You're like, what? It was believable, too, because you yeah. look at him. Because he's huge. He's fucking giant, you know? Yeah. Similar body type. Yeah, and I think that would play, that would have played out good with uh, Robert Roode as opposed to the Jason Jordan-Kurt Angle shit. Like, they just mm-hmm. ruined fucking Jason Jordan's career, and then he got hurt, so he may never wrestle again. I don't know. You know, we yeah. haven't seen him for a long time. Last I heard, he was a backstage producer or something. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, getting off of that, back on the 24-7, man... It's just some whack-ass shit. Booger Green, man. Uh, I do like the promos. I've seen those. So Robert Roode wins this title, uh, and then he goes in the back. And that this is what I'm talking about, the possibility for uh, like almost like sketch comedy and skits yeah. for them. Mm-hmm. It's endless with this shit. Yeah. But then again, how long are, is the audience, going back to what we were saying earlier, yeah. willing to put up with it? Like ADD. I, I'm fucking had enough of this skit you know this shtick this um excuse me i gotta wet my throat um so 
Robert Roode is running from like the entire jobber locker room <laughs> on Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Uh, because he has the title. And obviously, yeah. if they fucking beat him, right. you know, they're the champ. And uh, he runs past R Truth. He's got a car. He's like, yeah, jump in the truck. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, they won't find you. So he does it. And they run past, and R Truth's like, it went that way. And they're like, are you sure? He's like, yeah. And they all go running. He opens up the trunk, says, hey, man, come here. They're gone. As soon as he gets out and walks around, all of a sudden, the referee just casually gets out the passenger side of the door. He's like, what? R-Truth beats him for the title. And then he starts calling it the European Championship. <laughs> and I love it. And he's hiding. He posted a, a video on Twitter today where he's like in the woods or something. He's like, I'm in the middle of nowhere because I can't trust anybody except for, uh, what do you say? Like either he can't trust anybody or no one needs uh, to get a hold of him or do something unless it's like his kids or his wife. Or little Jimmy, you know, <laughs> like he ain't telling anybody where he's at. Uh, that shit I thought was funny. Is like I, I'm gonna be taking the European Championship, which you can be defended 24 seven on SmackDown. It, there's some good comedy shit. Yeah, out yeah, of that. yeah. And I think our truth is, uh, unfortunately, because he's he's a hell of an athlete too, and he's dude, he's got to be damn near 50, and he doesn't even look it. Yeah, I know. Right. He's, I think he's definitely in his mid 40s. Um, you guys have to Google that, but. Our truth is killing it on that aspect, and that is to me the only um, light at the end of the tunnel for that whole situation. It gives a lot of guys a chance. It kind of spices up potentially maybe the third hour of Raw because that's a lot to sit through, and uh, we'll have to see what happens. I think it would have been a cooler idea had it not been on the main shows, like say it was. Either just a YouTube thing, much like fucking Joey Ryan did. He doesn't have a network, you know. They did the whole Iron Heavy Metal Weight Champion twenty four seven shit all on YouTube. Yeah, it was a fucking hit. It was great. So that's just my opinion on that. Yeah, I think it'll be because that's uh, during the Attitude Era. Era, I didn't watch. That's the only thing I liked. Yeah, yeah, but there was a lot of garbage. You know, yes, yeah, a lot yeah. of garbage with that. So it, whatever. Moving on, uh, I was talking about uh, AEW Double or Nothing. Uh, it's going to be Saturday, and it's fucking, this is historic. Uh, also, the announcement that they are, wrestling is coming back to fucking Turner Network, oh, yeah. dude. I oh, love yeah. it, dude. And I just found this out, too. I didn't know uh, Ted was, uh, apparently, he's there's he's like dying pretty much. Is he? That's he's what I hear. There. He's in his Like dementia or something. Or something? Is that right? Yeah, I, I could be wrong, but I know it's. It sucks to hear, whatever. Yeah. You know, Ted always was a huge supporter of the wrestling business. Um, and look what he brought us in the 90s. It was great. To have wrestling on Turner Network, like, imagine being those guys, Nick and Matt Jack. That's like us sitting in, we have this dream of doing this show or doing whatever we fucking do. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it just blows up. Like, you know you're doing something right. Right. You know, those guys... I guarantee, like, to me, it's such a natural feeling that, like, hey, we're just doing something we love, and it caught on. Yeah. You know, that's all it takes, and look what they're doing now, rubbing elbows with, like, Shaq and you know, all the yeah. execs at Turner, like, yeah. and bringing wrestling back for the first time in almost fucking two decades Yeah, to Turner Network Television. And there is legit now a threat to WWE as far as viewership goes, you know? Whether people want to believe it or not, the hype is real, dude, and... We'll see what happens, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's going to, I mean, it's going to bring me back. 
Yeah, I'm I'm looking at how to watch TNT now. Like, right, I, and I haven't done that other than for basketball. Like, I yeah yeah exactly. Since I remember the day it happened, man, I watched that last uh, Nitro and I was like heartbroken. <laughs> and the year I graduated high school too, it was like this is what I got to remember, you know. Yeah. Because I was such a huge wrestling dork that it just that always sticks with me as like D Day for fucking yeah. wrestling or something like. Oh God! But uh, it's great, man. It's like the revenge of WCW is what it feels like to me, you know. Especially with uh, Dusty Rhodes' son, pretty much the one of the spearheads. Storyline for it is fantastic. Yeah, and everybody, dude. it's crazy. They they don't. I mean, they they keep getting more people involved, but that core four, I guess, or would you say more? Uh, to, from what I consider the core of AEW uh, would be Tony Khan is number one because this was his idea. So probably like six or seven people. Yeah. Right, and then so there's Tony the Bucks, Cody, and then Kenny. Yeah. Those are the would main you, dudes. Would you put... Maybe uh, JR, too. Okay. Um, Sorry, I'm about to throw up. That's all right. I, I watched a, a Tony Khan interview with uh, Chris Van Vliet. I, think. I did, too. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. So I'm kind of pumped on it. But that same, that same energy, you said, like you said, like that same energy from back in the day. What I was going to say, I got my train of thought right before I threw up, <laughs> was whatever they are doing... They so far have not made any missteps, either with their storytelling, either with like engaging audience. Because there's like the marks have their interpretation of things, yeah. the haters, the lovers. <laughs> they I like how you jabs. say the marks. Like you're fucking reading the cop killer, <laughs> Charlton yeah. Heston. Like yeah. the marks and. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to use the terminology. I'm trying. Yeah, to I like it. I like it. But they don't seem to like every week, even when being the elite comes out, the stuff that they address, the world building that they continue with. Uh, and they utilize they, shit, the shit that fires against them. Like when people yeah. like they're just a t-shirt yeah. company, yeah, and it's including they the storyline. We don't know how to run a business. They're just offering millions of dollars. Yeah. So like like every single thing. And it's then great. like with the uh, with the what do you call it? The the dude from Southern California. Help me out. Oh, uh, which one? <laughs> You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. And there's three of them. Scorpio the three guys, Sky, all three of them. Christopher Daniels. The, kind of like the, the, the way that SCU. they're writing those guys. SCU yeah. guys, like how the money's getting to them. They don't have time for shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That whole thing, like every single character. And then also the seeds that they're planting for like rivalries mm -hmm. amongst friends, uh, you know, sprinkling and stuff with the brothers, with the bucks, like everything. They have not made a misstep yet. It's yeah. eventual. There's going to be stuff that people are going to be like, eh, I don't like this. Right. But storytelling in wrestling, part of what's fun is that it can be fluid. Like, you can go back and forth. You can yeah. be a heel, and then you could be a hero. You can be like... Because that's life. Anybody can. Everybody yeah. has good days and bad days. Absolutely. Some days I wake up on an absolute heel. <laughs> I'm like Zeke <laughs> heel, you know? But... uh there's other days where I wake up and I'm a beautiful flower and I'm a friendly little Jesus man. Yeah. And it's uh yeah, so far so good, man. Like and what it does is also opens the door to the opportunity that WWE is going to step up their game. Yeah. It also it's good. like it as a as a weird parallel is all these smaller promotions that are doing awesome shit too. And yeah, independent wrestling is it's bigger than it's ever been dude and it's it's really the reason why this all this shit exists 
is let's give independent wrestling a fuck. A round of applause. Can we get it? I, I was so I keep telling you about so the last couple of years I've done a little bit of tiny bit of traveling and I went to Europe last year and yeah, I told you, you about how just I saw a tiny some. bit I mean I went to Michigan this motherfucker yeah. was in Europe I I was in Texas last weekend and <laughs> I had a conversation with someone that doesn't like is so far away from pro wrestling it's yeah. crazy and and she's young I think I want to say she's 22, 21, 22. Um, but she's in the uh, social media world. She 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 does that for a living. She went to school for it, all that stuff. And we had a conversation real quick because, you know, I have the stuff that I, I I can I'd like to have conversations about that because it is uh it is a mystery to me still. Yeah. And it's such a part of everyone's life. Yeah, um, it's part of what contributes to all of our ADD. <laughs> Anyways, I'm a um, family. But I mentioned something about like I talked about the podcast that we do, and I talk mm. about all this other stuff and content creation and. Uh, like we were talking about Austin and the Austin culture and all what? that stuff. Yeah, and, and uh, what are you talking about me, some bitch? And she started laughing when I mentioned pro wrestling. She's like, "That's crazy <laughs> that you're talking about pro wrestling." She's like, "It's been lately over the last whatever couple months. It's been around me. People have been mentioning it more and more." And I told her, "Listen, man, like it's coming. It's yeah, it's, it's coming. coming. It's going to be a part of pop culture in a big bad way again. Uh, once again." Yeah. yeah. I remember 20 years ago, fuck, dude, you get your TV guide, and you had The Rock, Stone Cold, Goldberg, and Hollywood Hogan, the two rival promotions back then. Back then, motherfuckers may or may not understand that, dude, Nitro and Raw were doing ratings that were quadrupling fucking Monday Night Football Yeah, back then. That's unprecedented, you know. That was before basketball was big TNT exclusive. Like they didn't have like Charles Barkley and those guys doing stuff. Those guys are still playing. Somebody's a tall Barkley. Yeah, (laughs) but they had um like wrestling was what you why you got basic everywhere, dude. You You had MTV, and then you had like, hey, what channel is wrestling going to be on? Well, you would see channels. Yeah, you would see and wrestling and wrestlers like on MTV. And then that would be, then the wrestlers were on the Tonight Shows, all the late night talk yeah. shows. They were on fucking comedy shows. Yeah. They were everywhere in media. And now that uh, in this day and age where media is just at everybody's fucking fingertips yeah. and content creation is, you know, as quick as a cheap hooker, you know, it's <laughs> that a bad analogy. Oh, yeah. oh, they're real quick. Um, it, there's just, it's fucking crazy to see what it's going to be. And it, but it's definitely going to blow up again. It's and exciting. It's, it's because been. It seems to be in the right hands. Yes. Yes. Exactly. With AEW and everybody they've brought on board, man, it's it's fucking amazing. And you watch that Tony Khan interview, like, dude, he is not to be taken lightly. That guy is a fucking machine when it comes to numbers. And I don't give a. Well, he's got the Jacksonville Jaguars. So fucking what? Guess what? He's got the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> what do you got, bitch? Uh. Sorry, I, I'm not marking out, but I, maybe I am. But it's just, it's a respect thing, dude. Like, the guy was a fucking fanboy, and he took his family's fortune and sm- not just invested like Dixie Carter did. It was like, I like wrestling. I want to have a promotion and just buy whatever. This shit is being strategically planned with some quality people that could tell good stories. Yeah. And not only that, fucking put on shit in the ring like nobody's ever seen. Right. And and shit that will grab your attention. Like when I was watching All In, I couldn't, I couldn't leave. I couldn't right. take a piss. You know, like I, 
fuck, you know, I got to because I'm drinking a lot of beer. But uh, I'm, I'm so fucking stoked for Double or Nothing. Uh, I, I don't know where I'm going to be watching it yet. So uh, why not be excited? There, this whole thing has the potential to be another new thing yeah. that can be super fun in your life. Yeah, that's not like Game of Thrones is over. There's going to be a hole in your heart now. <laughs> yeah, wrestling's never over. It's but never like, went away. There, it just could be. It, it has a potential to be another super, just something that you could get on board and have fun with. Yeah, exactly. Especially in the climate of today, where everything is like, they so don't fight about anything. Everybody, everything feels so serious. Yeah. Hey. You stupid fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you listening to Juice Bro Wrestling? <laughs> fucking, you fucking, you fucking looking better be. You fucking better be, because if you're not, I will kill you. <laughs> uh, yeah, AEW, dude. I uh, Fuck, I can't believe it's here. Like, this, it, it's insane. The card they have, uh, you can check them out. AEW's all, all Elite Wrestling. They're all over Facebook and Twitter, Instagram, all that shit. So you guys can grab the card. I'm not going to waste your time and run that down. It is stacked. I, I don't know exactly what I'm looking to see more. I'm really pumped about Jericho Omega 2, the Lucha Bros, and the Young Bucks for the AAA Tag uh, Championship. That It's going to be insane. The battle, the Casino Battle Royale is going to be fucking insane. I hate to beat a dead horse, but I do want to say even one more thing. Yeah. The TNT show doesn't yes. start until fall. Right. This Same is, time around this is when AEW's WWE's going second across. event. Yeah. They still haven't care like they character build around uh being the elite. They character build right. around like social media stuff, but they yeah. they haven't actually had proper like imagine how these characters are going to be built when you get a couple hours every week with them on top of all the other stuff. Right. It really is exciting. And even the the event uh in a few days, like that's gonna be like it's just what they've built is real special and it's real it is. fun. And they're not giving you they're get it. It is a lot. It's not. I, I'm not gonna say a lot. It's content that has just been consistent and right. has been fucking good. Right. Much like the JP Dub. Um, that's what's cool with people. Who's to say? Uh, when they go on TNT in the fall, maybe we don't get a two hour show. You know, it, much like Lucha Underground was great because of the content. And dude, I I will always give props to that fucking show because they they are a huge part. I really believe of like the indie boom and like just uh, wrestling interest as a whole and yeah. presentation. You know, they gave a platform for motherfuckers to pick like vultures from and then kind of warp in their own shit. Right. And it's succeeded for people. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they may only do an hour long episode. AEW, and I'm fine with that because, like I said, that's why Lucha was so special because it was there and it was done, and you you just felt like wow, you have to be left wanting more. You know, right. any as, as any consumer, you want that, and then as any content provider or motherfucker trying to make a buck off you, that's what you want too. Right. You know, you don't want to just give them blow your whole fucking wad, right? Because then you're going to sleep. I don't yeah. care what situation in life that is. That's just fucking true, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so who knows what's going to happen? But it, I think it's, I, I, I don't know. I can't even give you, I'm just super excited. <laughs> it, no, it's not that I'm stumbling on my words. It's you really can't. Yeah. Because they're doing everything great. Yeah. And I, I think they got a great crew. They've hired a lot of fuck. They got Jerry Lynn as a trainer. They got, uh, you know, Billy Guns, one of the trainers, producers. They got Jim Ross. Another great mind for the business that's helping them. And they're, man, dude, it's going to be fucking something special, dude. We're going to be doing a lot of coverage on that shit. Yeah. So and get ready for those uh, wars to come back. Uh, moving on into uh, some 
somewhat sad news. I ain't going to spend too much time on this. And I might get some flack for what I'm about to say about it. But, hey, controversy. Does it create cash? I haven't seen any. So, <laughs> you know, if you'd like to give me We're some. We're waiting. Yeah, yeah. Call that voicemail, too, at 1-872-267-4199. Yeah, get in on this conversation. Oh, 1-872-267-4199. Get it wet. Um, Ashley Mazzaro, WWE diva. Uh, I think, was she a former divas champion, women's champion, whatever. She's one of the two. My whole point is, and I'm as a human being, I'm not shitting on this because she, from what I heard, she was a mother, you know, obviously somebody's daughter. As a human, it sucks. Sad to announce she passed away at 39. Um, as far as her impact on the biz, and this is no knocked any direct knocked any of her or any of her friends, but it's just like there was no impact. You know, there was uh, it was like yeah, she died, but it, what did she do in the wrestling business? Because she was in there at a time where it's just like, hey man, she posed for Playboy. She yeah. wasn't a great wrestler. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry, you know, people can fucking strike me down right now. That sucks, and it sucks that she's passed. And I've heard that it was depression or suicide, so that makes it even worse, yeah. you know, because um, that just proves once again you never know who's fucking struggling. Um, I, I I don't know. It, it, it was weird. It was out of the blue, but uh, as far as like, I don't think she's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm being weird for even saying that, but it just it was like, oh man, you know, it's still tragic. Yeah. It is tragic. Yeah. But wrestling wise, I'm yeah. saying like just all the character and the ring work, it was it wasn't there. Yeah. So I just wanted to put my uh two cents on that. Um freelance wrestling, as we were alluding to earlier in the show when we were talking about that, Mustafa Ali, uh special on WWE network, unveiled the legacy title, which you guys will see as a, a picture in the promo for this week's episode. It is a badass belt, dude. And this is totally going the opposite way of the Booger Green belt from WWE. <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, it's got their logo, which is a fucking awesome skull. I really dig these guys. Their whole, if you go follow them on Twitter, I think it's pretty much anywhere, but I know on Twitter, their description is like uh, wrestling punk rock party. It's like it's everything I fucking love. <laughs> so, Sammy! That's the three of the four things you love. Yeah, yeah. Number four is booty. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, sex! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, this title, and shout out to Val Capone, if you're out there listening, Val, we love you on the JP Dub, uh, unveiled this title at Freelance. Dude, It's it's got like a circular design, almost kind of like the WWE tag belts, like how those are done, and even, unfortunately, that shitty green booger belt, yep. just as far as the shape of the belt. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's a blue belt, blue strap, and it's got the fucking the logo with the skull and freelance legacy on it. It's very color I like the color scheme. It's very like Chicago y, but it just it looks fucking badass. It looks like bougie as fuck, but like hard as shit. You know, right. like I'm gonna wear this on my shoulder wherever I walk around type deal. Yeah. And uh yeah, they're gonna be the first champion will be crowned next month in the month of June. So you guys will have to keep up with freelance on Instagram and Twitter. Facebook, all that shit. Uh, I believe even on YouTube. So check them out and where you can see this title belt be defended. I fucking love it, dude. I do. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Um, other than that, we got some upcoming Black Label Pro events. Uh, June 1st, we have the There's Something About Barry, 
which is a, basically a seminar uh, with Barry Windham, given his expertise. So any oh, of you guys nice. out there looking, well, I don't care who you are, if you're looking to get in the business as a wrestler, a ref, or whatever, he's a great mind to learn from. Um, they also have a Ricky the Dragon Steamboat event coming up. I believe that one's in the month of July. One of my favorites. Again, a guy that if you're anywhere in the wrestling business, fucking go and learn from these guys. I mean, imagine the stories they got anyway. Uh, hit up BLPWrestling.com. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as well uh, to get tickets for these upcoming events and all the latest news because I just don't have the time to unleash everything for you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but as I'm reading right now, this is actually breaking news. Two minutes ago on Facebook, Freelance Wrestling, proud to announce our fifth anniversary, Freelance vs. The World 5, featuring the crowning of the first ever Freelance Legacy Champion. Nice. This is no joke, folks. This is actually fucking happening. Uh, Friday, June 14th, 2019, doors open at 8, shows at 9, tickets available now at FreelanceWrestling.com. Uh, you don't want to miss on that shit. I, I, I'm so glad that just popped up. <laughs> Again, social media. You know, I'm also looking at MLW in Milwaukee. Austin Aries is going to be debuting there. So I'm going to get off that now and kind of stick to uh, the platform I had late. I want to go into some cheesy 80s horror, if I may. Are you down for that? I'm down. All right. Okay. Uh, first of all, do you have Shudder? I don't. I've used your login before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Feel free to continue to do so. It's like I'm grandfathered in at like five bucks. So <laughs> yeah, it ain't nothing. Um, I watched a movie that I came across through my drummer, Brad Vanderzee, called Street Trash. Mm -hmm. uh, have you ever seen this movie? No, no, oh, I've God. never heard of it. It's it's It was weird. Uh, and I watched on Shutter through a show that I fucking absolutely love, uh, The Last Drive-In with Joe Bob Briggs. I don't know that one either. I, I was a huge Joe Bob Briggs guy growing up when, it, you know, Monster Vision and all that shit, like yeah, USA. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's super cool. Every Friday he shows two movies and, you know, he does this thing where he talks about them and gives right. you all the shit that happens. It's super entertaining. Like, and I'd love to watch that instead of fucking commercials. <laughs> but anyway, this past Friday he had the stuff. <clears throat> Excuse me, I got to wet myself up. Ooh. Oh, no. oh, oh yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger got drop kicked too. Did you see that in yeah, South Africa? Maybe so mad. I know, but he barely moved. It's like a flea, you know. <laughs> and then some big dude whipped his kid's ass. Probably yeah, leave him alone. Mm -hmm. First, Brett. Now Arnold. Who's uh, next? I got seventy-two. <laughs> so going back to street trash. Um, this movie. It's one of those old eighties. They call them like melt horror movies. Where melt? Yeah, melt. Like things. Have melt? you seen the stuff? No, you haven't seen the stuff either. Okay, yeah. So to give you an example, like in Evil Dead, where at the end, how they all rot and it like melts yeah. and all the yeah, different yeah. colors, shit yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. There were actually like movies in the eighties that were that was kind of like a sub horror genre, you know? Oh, shit. Uh, melt movies. <laughs> <laughs> so essentially, the storyline of Street Trash, it's. I don't know if it's New York or where it's based, but it's like all homeless for the most part. Yeah. There's a lot of shit I can't tell you on this show <laughs> that happens that is inappropriate and people might judge, but whatever. It's all fiction in this movie. Yeah. My sick mind finds it entertaining and funny. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you have to check it out for yourself. Um, the whole premise is it's based around this liquor store owner who like finds this fucking 
in the walls, like somehow he just goes digging in the walls. He finds like this big treasure chest of booze, like little pints. Yeah. And he pulls out and it's this shit called Viper. Uh-huh. It's like, fuck it. You know, it's got these homeless people coming into my liquor store, fucking shit up and stealing whatever. He puts it out there for a buck. Well, the first guy gets it. He fucking drinks it. And dude, he just is like, <laughs> like fucking starts melting and it's all these crazy colors and shit, but it, it's gory, man. It's yeah. super fucking awesome. Like almost like Fulci, Lucio Fulci type fucking melting gore. Like, but it's like with a lot of colors, you know, right, like, right, right. there's one bomb that sits on this fucking toilet and ends up flushing himself as he's melting dude it's just like it's crazy man uh god and there's, there's so much there's like this homeless vietnam vet guy that's he carries around like a piece of bone that's like sharpened mm-hmm. and he's just dude i can't even say this stuff on there what they do it, it's fucked up yeah but it, it's basically like a horror comedy it's not to be taken seriously right. you know um it's a lot of people melting and i'm 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 a mark for Melton. I can't help it. That's one of the most memorable deaths in the first RoboCop when the guy gets hit by yeah. the uh, by the radioactive goo tank and yeah, he yeah. starts melting and yeah. he's like, help me. me. <laughs> he gets hit by the car and splatters. Right. There's a bunch of it. People people got all gooey and total recall. Oh, man. And and it's like weird. Like uh, one of the bums goes up, uh, he's like in an apartment complex. So like, like saying like the city in Chicago or somewhere, you got like those steel mm-hmm. steps. You go up on the side of a brick building. Yeah. Yeah. He's like in the middle of one of those. And he fucking, he's like, yeah, I got my shit. And starts fucking drinking it. And all of a sudden it's like, what? <laughs> it starts, you see, he's got a hole in his toe in his boot. It just shoots starts like oozing. this, like thick yellow jelly, like shit, dude, like <laughs> jelly and cream corn and tapioca, whatever it was, dude. Like, that's it's so putrid these scenes <laughs> it, that it's amazing and mixed with the very fucked up shit that happens yeah. you know um a lot of it like i said i will not say but uh for you horror fans out there that haven't had a chance to check this movie out fucking do it, it it's a great it's a classic street trash you know the, <laughs> the first 10 minutes you'll see some old 80s hairy wieners running down the fucking <laughs> the steps um and also a good thing, another thing I love about Joe Bob Briggs, he gives you some of the info, you know, in between yeah. the movies. Yeah. The only guy who fucking broke away from this movie and did something with himself, like in Hollywood and whatever, still was like a backstage guy or some shit. Well, he ended up being Stallone. No, he ended no, up being sorry. a, I don't know his name, uh, so you have to go on Shutter and watch it, but he became like a camera guy or some kind of producer, right. and dude, he ended up working on fucking you name any huge movie the last 20 years yeah, yeah or 30 you know like the abyss jurassic park uh maybe even forrest gump or whatever i could be wrong about that but i'm saying huge caliber movies right. you know and that <laughs> and his first movie like a street trash <laughs> it's bad like if people thought that uh dead alive you familiar with that yep. peter jackson yep. Which is also a great movie. Like, oh, I kick it's off. Got a lot of melting. <laughs> it does have a lot of melting shit, but this street trash melting it takes it to a new level. I like, and it's very colorful. You know, mm-hmm. that's one thing I liked in Evil Dead when at the end it was like the cream corn and like the red, and <laughs> it almost yeah. looked like a skeleton from uh when Mars att- in Mars Attacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they shot him and they mm-hmm. turned like those weird red yeah. colors. Yeah, yeah, like that. It was good shit, man. <laughs> Come for the hairy wieners. Stay for the cream corn ooze. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
ooze child things are gonna <laughs> get greasier <laughs> um and while we're on the movie kick so i was watching uh john wick one right with the uh, the demon boy and uh I think I, a couple of years ago, whenever it's hard to believe that movie's like what five years old now, four or five, yeah, four or five, like yeah. Um, and you know, John Wick is now a playable skin in Fortnite, so <laughs> <laughs> check that out if you play that shit. Uh, I went back and watched it with him. We were uh, I didn't want to go out to the theater this weekend. Uh, we watched the first one, and lo and behold, there's fucking Kevin Nash. Yep, He's like a security a guy. He's a Russian again, and I'm just like. What he wasn't too bad too. He's like, thank you, sir. Yeah. Thank you, Mister. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what he says. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just I had to bring it on air because it was like, holy shit! Why everything goes back to wrestling? Yeah, yeah. Like, why is Kevin Nash and John Wick? I mean, because he's too sweet. I'd be in it. Yeah, I would too, man. The movie ended up being fucking awesome. That's right. It was pretty brutal, you know. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen the second one yet, nor the third. So I'm I'm sure they're good. You like people getting shot in the face? Yeah, yeah. In the face. Yep. Had to bring the street trash effects back. <laughs> <laughs> street trash. Uh, let's get in a little bit of video gaming now. Go ahead. You big uh, you were an NAS guy, right? I was a little bit of everything. A little bit of big. everything. A little bit of country. A little bit of cock and balls. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, what did you just admit to? Uh, what? What were like? What would you say was like your top five? Not even the top two or three Nintendo games. Legend of Zelda. Yeah. Uh, Double Dribble. Yeah. Dabao, uh, Dribao. Whatever wrestling game where Hogan, you knew it was Hogan WrestleMania because of, his, because of his bad posture. Yeah. Yeah, he'd be like leaning over. Yeah. Uh, that's three. Uh, you know Castlevania. Um, there we go. Ding 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 ding. How many is that? Oh, Kung Fu. I was oh yeah, yeah, kung fu. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good, dude. That's yeah, real a... fucking good. <laughs> yeah, can I get that I, one I did more like time? Castlevania, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I messed it up. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> that's fucking awesome. I used to rock the shit out of that game. And those I like are... the whip in Castlevania. Yes, scroll and whip. Scroll yeah, man. Castlevania was one of my fucking favorites as well, but it was also a very challenging game. Um, yeah, give up. Shout out to Konami for putting out the uh, coll- it's like an anniversary collection. It's on Xbox right now. Um, you can hit me up. My gamer tag is Juicefuge. It's fucking like the first. Let's see here. You get all the NES ones. Uh, so it goes out like uh, Castlevania, and then what? Simon's Quest, and then Belmont something. Uh, Castlevania 3, and then there's the Super Nintendo one, which is also awesome. Um, the Game Boy versions, you get both the Game Boy games. Mm. Uh, there's one of them, there's a Sega and a Super Castlevania. Both of those, like Bloodline or something, they're all on there. It's so much to keep up with. Uh, and then there's like Kid Dracula, which was like, I guess, never released in the U.S. or something. Uh-huh. I don't know how that really ties in. Other. You get all this, dude. Like, there's like nine games or something like that for twenty bucks, uh-huh. and it, it, you you get uh like a digital book that takes you through. It gives you all kinds of history and information on it, dude. It's super cool. It's even got all the old uh, box art and shit on there. Yeah, yeah. 
dude, for twenty dollars, you cannot beat it. I was playing the fuck out of some Castlevania <laughs> this weekend. And there's been a lot of like imitator games and shit to come out. Um there's like Curse of the Blood Moon, I think it is, which is a straight maybe it's an homage to Castlevania. It's not a bad game, but to actually get this and have it because I just got that uh NES mini not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Finally. And I think that has Castlevania one, maybe two on it, which are both great games. You know, I love these things. But to have that whole fucking thing on there, dude, and be able to rip through all of these, which I'm not going to rip through any of them because right. they are so fucking difficult. Dude. Yeah. Um, it's just super exciting. So shout out. I wanted to send that shout out to Konami. Is that uh, NES Mini? Is that also the one where the cord is mini? So you got to be like a quarter, like you got to have to be like 12 inches away from your uh, te- television? Yeah, dog, but that's why I got them extensions. Ah. Oh. I was excited when they were talking about putting those out and then yeah. they sold out immediately. They did. I Like I said, I just got round. mine a month or two ago and I found them at GameStop. Yeah. They had four or five and I was like, oh, so they're putting them back. I was like, no, this was just extra they had. He's like, once those are gone, they're gone. Yeah, I was in there like two days after I think, or wh- how, maybe a week after I, I bought just it. I remember people loving it, but that was their biggest gripe. They're like, "Do you like it?" I hate the controllers, or at least the length. The length. The length. They got the, you on that. You know, yeah. you had to buy the extension or get like an aftermarket one. Yeah, but I think it's pretty cool. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, cool. I don't know if that is like I said the Castlevania. I'm sure I would think it's on uh, PlayStation Four as well. But fuck, dude, for twenty fucking dollars, man. Give me all those, ca- and that's supposedly that's just like the first fucking batch, you know, because uh-huh. there's still a lot of games that aren't included. So I imagine they're gonna do. They did like the Mega Man collections and all that shit, but this Castlevania one is the definitive one. Yeah, and I think you all should go out and buy the shit. Buy it, buy it for me. <laughs> that was so loud. That was really loud. Sorry about that. Speaking of being loud, let me loudly tell you where you can find us uh, every week, every day, every hour, every fucking second. Juice Pro Wrestling is on Facebook and Instagram <laughs> at Juice Pro Wrestling. You can call the voicemail once again at one 877 Good Lord, you're going to call that number. You can find us on Twitter at Podcast. We are on every podcast platform, whether you like using Stitcher, YouTube, what's another good one? TuneIn, uh, tune iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio, Google. Every Android app. Spotify, Spotify, iTunes. Yeah, we're all over the place. Oops, all over the place, Your kid. mom's podcast app. <laughs> <laughs> your mama. I might be in your mom's podcast app if you knew what I'm seeing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I get a little sultry with you. But, yeah, check us all out there. Thank you all uh, for listening every week and keeping up. Uh, with the support, spread the word, share it with your friends, and let's have a good fucking time. Let's all enjoy AEW Double or Nothing this fucking weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know they gonna wet them up, wet them up, wet them up, wet them up. Yeah, get real, bitch. You gonna do sex to me? This year has us all wanting to be healthier, and that includes our eye health. But how do you get vision coverage if you're retiring? It's actually pretty easy. VSP, the vision coverage many people get through work, offers individual vision plans. Enroll anytime, on any device, and start using your benefits the same day. 
You don't need to be an employee to get employee-level vision coverage. Visit VSPDirect.com today. That's VSPDirect.com. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. 